Hello and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Peter Mahoney, founder and CEO at marketing software Planner. Hope you enjoy it. I'm here with Peter Mahoney from Planner. From Planner, that's right. Uh, based in Boston. Yes. And uh, a pretty new business. Tell me what you guys are doing. Yeah, so we're making a product that does uh, cloud-based management of your marketing budget. So it's based on a problem that I experienced personally uh, over several decades of struggling with managing spreadsheet after spreadsheet. I decided there had to be a better way. So that's why we built Planner. So this is coming out of your experience as a marketer working with spreadsheets. That's right. It, it, an interesting thing happens with spreadsheets. They spawn other spreadsheets, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's like this weird population explosion, right? So this is how it happens. Uh, you, this will probably be familiar to you. I think you, so. You start with a marketing plan, right? Yeah. And a marketing plan usually has your business goals. What are you trying to achieve? Yeah. Uh, and that ends up in some document. Sometimes it's a PowerPoint deck. Sometimes you put it on a binder and stick it on your shelf. Uh, and then after that, you create a series, uh, you create a budget. And your budget is usually a spreadsheet that's chunked up into pieces that says, I'm going to spend this much on that product line, this much on that particular tactic, this much on that department. And then you roll that spreadsheet out to the managers of those individual budgets. And then what do they do? They create their own spreadsheets. <laughs> and they've got their specific plan that's in some different format. And then they hand it to, they plan an event, and they've got a different spreadsheet for an event with all the details they're managing, and you're in, in spreadsheet hell. Uh, so as a result, you've completely lost the thread between your original business goals and what you're actually doing and spending. So not only are you disconnected from your original intent, but you just have, you have no visibility and control into what's going on. You don't know what's committed, uh, what's, what's been spent already and you've just lost everything, and th that was the problem I experienced and I really wanted to fix. Fantastic, so you know, we're, he we're here at Sasta in San Francisco, blue skies, warm, uh, not so warm in Boston. No, it's a little colder there. Um, so is this uh, a solution built particularly for SaaS marketers or any marketers? It's really built for any marketer, and I'll tell you, the, the problem is universal, yeah. although we're trying to be smart and focus our, our business, and we're really starting uh, to try to solve the problem for small to medium-sized organizations at first, uh, but an interesting thing is happening. Uh, the interesting thing that we found is that there are a lot of, of groups within big companies that are interested, uh, and because they just don't have any good tools that are available. But we're really starting with small to medium businesses. Many kind of marketers can benefit from the tool. The people that I've focused on first are the ones in my personal network, and I've spent 30 years in, uh, in tech. Yeah. So a lot of the early uh, beta users we have now are, are in tech, but there are people in nonprofit, there are people in healthcare, there are people in legal, they're sort of all so over the place. So there's a huge totally addressable market space for this. Exactly, but we want to focus first. So we're sort of small to medium sure. size, tech first, but really applies to a broad segment. So, um, just thinking a, a bit more about that, who are the competitors in your space? 
Uh, well, the biggest competitor by far is uh, is spreadsheets, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's and that's really the way I look at it. Yeah. There, there are a few kinds of solutions to this problem. There's if you're a giant organization, you may use SAP or something similar, yeah, yeah. and that's not. But that's what we're not mass market. No, you know? that's not mass market. You use a spreadsheet, and frankly, you can do a pretty good job with a spreadsheet, mm. but it breaks over over a certain period of time. Yeah. Uh, and but most people, actually, about ninety nine percent of people, as far as I can tell, use some form of a spreadsheet. Yeah. Then there's some specific products that focus on a category called market marketing performance <laughs> management. Yep. So there's some really good solutions from uh, companies like Alcadia is the yep. nice one. Uh, Hive Nine makes a product yep. in this area. Uh, I'm taking a different approach. Those companies tend to focus very much on the end-to-end marketing performance, yep. uh, and they tend to be a top-down, everybody deploy it kind of solution. Right. I'm taking much more of a Slack or Dropbox model to the world, where bottom-up, <laughs> uh, you know, we're free to start, so the first user is always free, right. and if you only have one user, it's always free. Uh, and I, I think that's the way that people will adopt solutions like this. Sure. So there's no, there's no direct competitor. There are alternatives that people have out there. Uh, but I, I think I'm going after the piece of the market that uh, can't, can't or won't deploy you know, a big top-down solution yeah. uh, and isn't satisfied with their spreadsheet. And I think there are a lot of people that fit in that category. I think there's a ton of people. It's quite interesting how often... Uh, I come across younger marketers, and you know their biggest problem is uh, understanding spreadsheets. Yeah, uh, they can do the marketing, but uh, sometimes you know when you've got budgeting and stuff like that, uh, old guys like us were, were brought up on Excel. Yeah, uh, but it's all in Google Sheets now, and they're like, "How do I drive this?" <laughs> so if you've got a, if that's a solution for uh, for that, it makes their life a bit easier. Uh, then yeah, because you can get really bogged down in that stuff. Absolutely, and, and the goal, especially for uh, for either younger marketers or, or people who are doing marketing as an aside because mm. they're doing multiple things within their company, one of the things that we want to do is add more specific recommendations and advice around what people oh, should that, now do. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> so uh, part of what we've done is, and, and the thing that I get excited about uh, having run marketing organizations for a long time, I like helping people be better marketers. So we think of, you know, our mission in life is to provide simply better marketing uh, and simply smarter marketing. Is that the old strap line? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're experimenting with it a little bit. And, and How about we hate spreadsheets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's just too negative. But I, I think the idea of giving people advice around what yeah. to do. The other thing that we, uh, we're doing, because we're this cloud-based solution where we've normalized a bunch of data, mm. uh, we can give people benchmarks. Yeah. So uh, being able to get a sense for what you're doing in spending and how does that compare to other people that look like you, mm. and even more notably, how does that compare to companies that look like you but are really successful? Yeah. Right? Those are the kinds of things yeah. that I think are really So is that going to be, be really kind valuable. of some anonymized benchmarking? Absolutely, yeah. Cool. yeah. So the idea is how do you compare to, a, how do you care, compare to your peers? Yeah. Uh, and so how is do it you by sector or revenue or spend, budget? Oh, yes. So okay. we're, as we get more and more data, we're yeah, going to be yeah. able to have a very granular view. And again, because our whole business model is, uh, is focused on super low friction, really easy to deploy, uh, I mean, literally, it, it takes less than five minutes to set up, uh, and and you can start working in your budget for the first right. time. So it's it's trivial to get going. We think that we're going to get a lot of data, 
that's going to really benefit our community because they'll have a better sense of what other people are doing and where they're seeing success. That sounds great. So you guys at the moment are still in beta, is that we right? Are, yeah. So, so we're, we're in, and we're, we've got sort of a, a two-phase beta that's going on. We've got what we call our friends and family beta now, uh, which, is, uh, which is a relatively small set of, mm. uh, you know, a couple of dozen invite companies only. using invite only at this mm. point. Yeah. Uh, I've got a very large list of people who have signed up who want the beta. Uh, and I'm slowly letting more and more people in, so people should feel free to sign up and, and opt into the beta if they yeah. want it. And we're going to open up the aperture, and then within the next couple of months, we're going to make it wide open uh, as, as a beta product, so people will be able to use it as long as they you know, use it uh, in, in this beta form. Mm -hmm. uh, and then sometime later in the spring, we'll have sort of the final commercial release of the product, or the first yeah. commercial release of the product, of course. Uh, and uh, so that's that's the plan. That's fantastic. And so, you know, when did you guys start out, and how long has it taken you to reach this point? Yeah, uh, it depends on when, where, you, where think you think about the, the beginning, right? <laughs> uh, the I, I've been thinking about the problem for years, uh, so I've been framing so out the way that success. I do this exactly <laughs> for a Ten long years time. In the making. Uh, and uh, and. Uh, I've been specifically working with my co-founders around building the, the model and the concepts out over the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, we've been in development for about a year now. Uh, and so we're, we're about a year in. So it'll be a little bit over a year of actual uh, hands-on keyboard development after we we're done with the specification. Um, yeah, so that's about what it took. Great. I mean, that sounds like a really uh, fast time to me, but, uh, you know, I guess... It, it has to be. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's you the need, way of the world. It is the way of the world, and it, it's amazing building products these days because yeah. I mean, we're on uh, Amazon Web Services, yeah. uh, and it's, it's doing the building the infrastructure to build a product is incredibly fast. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's been really quick to get to the point where <clears throat> we could be really productive mm -hmm. with uh, with our development team building the product out. And uh, it, it really shrinks time to market, which is exciting. And of course, as a SaaS product, being at Saster, uh, you have all the advantages of just the real-time feedback around what, what people are using yeah. and where they're getting stuck. Uh, and you have the ability to, to optimize things very quickly on the fly, which has been really exciting. Fantastic. So we were talking earlier, both saying that this is our first time at, at Saster. What are you looking to get out of this event, this conference? So I, I'm looking to get a few things. I, I uh, am really interested in sorting out how people have uh, have driven their growth strategy, and growth is a really common theme here at SAS. I think it's course. the only theme, isn't it? It's either Pretty much. grow it or sell it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm very much interested in, in growth, uh, and I, I've always been fascinated by sort of the math around growth. I'm kind of yeah. a geek by... Uh, yeah. By You're a marketing uh, background, geek. I am a marketing geek. Uh, it's nothing have, wrong with that. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I have a blog called nerdcmo.com. I might have seen that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I have a degree in physics and computer science. So oh, I, you are proper. I am. I'm sort of a geek. geek. But I, I like the uh, analytical uh, numeric approach to defining growth, and, and there's some really great ideas here around how people have have driven that growth, mm. and especially because this kind of product I think is going to be super successful if we can really drive that uh, bottom-up groundswell kind yeah. of growth. Yeah. Uh, and it's different from, because uh, again, 
I think people have approached these problems before with these big giant top-down solutions. Yeah. And to me, I, Killing I the think, whole thing I think complexity. It, yeah, and as a result, most people have hundreds of customers and I think we should have hundreds of thousands of customers. Yeah. Uh, because I, I think this is a problem that's universal. So if we can find a way to get the word out and, and get uh, you know, a, good, uh, a good experience for people and get people just signing up and growing the business, then, then I, I think we'll, we'll get there very quickly. That's, that's the idea. Fantastic. I hope you do. And I'm really looking forward to, to watching the, the, the progress of the business as you go through spring and into uh, you know, open beta or, or launch or whatever, soft yeah. launch or whatever you're, you're calling it. Um, so you've got a, a ton of experience in, in marketing going way back to, was it IBM when you started out? Yeah, I started my career at IBM. Um, I, I spent the last 13 years at a software company called Nuance. They're yeah. the people that make voice recognition dictation stuff. Dictation stuff. Yeah, yeah. But dictation and healthcare products and customer service apps. Uh, I was the chief marketing officer there. It's about a $2 billion public company. And I learned a lot there because during my time there, in 13 years, we acquired over 100 companies. Wow. Uh, which is pretty mind-boggling. And uh, I had the opportunity to work with lots of different companies who came from different places and all struggled with the same stuff. Mm. Uh, so that's one of the things that really validated to me the need for that what we're doing. Must uh, have learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, and, and it really, uh, really uh, built on my interest for mentoring and helping marketers be better marketers. And, and, and that's what I really like to do. And uh, so that, that, that was a great experience, yeah. But I've been doing this for a very long time and, uh, and really excited to, to you know, figure out how to take my experience and expertise and, uh, and codify it, literally. Yeah. So uh, during that career, you must have had some great marketing highs and some fantastic lows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything you want to share with us that springs to mind? Because people yeah. always talk up, you know, that the amazing highs and whatever but behind it there's always a lot a lot of yeah uh, a lot of love. trying and failing <laughs> exactly exactly well it's it's funny one of the things that um, one of the things that was was had this combination of high and low for me was uh, I spent a lot of time running the dragon software business dragon is the yeah. species text uh, direct to end user sale that Nuance made. So I was the not only the CMO for the company, but the general manager for that business. So I was in wow. charge of that business. Uh, and uh, and I, I doubled the business over about a four-year period, which was really exciting, uh, through a pretty heavy investment in demand generation that the company was very supportive and generous in, in supporting. Uh, and we had some great successes in, in, in that, but we had a couple of colossal failures. And, and the one big thing that I found out is really hard is uh, is physical retail. We, we actually <laughs> well, we, they all box on oh, in store yeah. stuff. So we set up one year uh, when we were really growing because we had a lot of holiday sales because yeah. people would buy Dragon as a gift. We set up a uh, a mall kiosk program where you could give demonstrations in the mm. physical kiosk in the mall, and uh, it was it was a great idea. Uh, and it was really well executed, and it didn't work at all. Was and that because it was, it was a noisy environment like this? No, no. <laughs> it was actually that was a really impressive. That was a really impressive part of it is that it worked really Still, well yeah. even in a noisy environment. 
I think the problem is is that uh, it, it came at sort of a difficult time when uh, people were buying less and less packaged software, right? Yeah. This is right when, when mobile was starting to take off and yeah. apps were starting to take off. Uh, and, and I think it just wasn't a category that, that spoke to the typical mall viewer. Uh, so I, I think it was probably the wrong target. Uh, it was a it was a clever idea to solve Try, the problem yeah. of getting a demonstration in front of people in a new channel, but it just didn't work. It didn't work at all. Well, at uh, least you tried it. <laughs> we did. One of my favorite things that we did is we had a, a ongoing campaign uh, called "I Speak Dragon," which was basically a customer story contest that we ran every year. And every year we ran a contest where our customers would submit a story about the impact that Dragon has had on their performance, their life, etc. And we would get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these stories um, dictated, interestingly, yeah. right? Was, it, was this incentivized? I, there, was, there was a, the winner won a free Dragon for life. <laughs> right, so it wasn't, we had some pride, but it wasn't a huge thing. People love to tell their stories. And Literally, we'd be sitting around reading these stories, bawling because there are these total, you know, emotional tearjerker kind of stories. How Dragon really, you know, the productivity stuff was really nice, but seeing how it really enabled, you know, people with disabilities who couldn't otherwise yeah. participate in life, it was an amazing thing, and it created just this incredibly impactful content for us. Mm -hmm. So it showed the value of of leveraging your user community to create really compelling, incredibly genuine, sincere content. So that was one of the favorite things that, that I did uh, during my career there. That was a lot of fun. That's, that sounds brilliant, really insightful. I really like the, the idea and, and how it was executed and worked. Uh, and you know, the retail, the, the mall failure yeah. is, you know, but that's what it's all about, isn't it? Unless you try these things. Yeah, so, I, I love to experiment, by the way, and I, I think the, I that. the, the idea... All good of, marketers do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think the idea, you should always have a challenger, right? And, yeah, yeah. And I think that yeah. idea is really important. So. Yeah, it is, uh, and even more so nowadays. Um, so, you know, you're a busy guy, uh, you're even busier now than ever, yep. I imagine. Uh, you know, what is it that you do uh, that um, allows you to, you know, stay mentally fresh, focused, whatever, uh, you know, because you can be torn into many pieces, different yep. directions, just just working hard. How do, you, how do you cope with that? What coping strategies do you have? Well, it's, it's interesting because uh, I, uh, I, I work a lot uh, and I'm on and my mind is going 24-7. And literally, I wake up in the middle of the night and I have my iPhone next to me and I have you know, I'm sending notes to myself about features, right? So I'm thinking about it all the time. I mean, it's just nonstop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Consciously, subconsciously, whatever. It's just nonstop. And it's funny, the, the difference now from doing my own thing and building my own thing versus working at large companies for a lot of years is, is it's all mine. So there's an excitement about it. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I, I wish I had a lot of free time. I do, I do spend free time on, uh, I, I love to travel with my wife. Mm. Uh, we like to hike. Uh, we spend a lot of time with, uh, with our kids. I've got three kids, uh, 16, 19, and 21. So we, we enjoy that kind of thing. And, uh, but I, I don't have as much free time 
as as uh, as I'd like to right now. I think but I you're enjoying the challenge. Of I'm enjoying the challenge of building new this business, new thing. and yeah. you know, and I think that that when you're at that early stage, it's so exciting that, like you say, you're waking up in the night, you're making notes. It's not a problem at all. It's uh, right. Uh, you know, it's it, it sounds great, and I'm really. Uh, I, I need to check this out. <laughs> yeah, great. I, I hope you do. Yeah. Thanks very much for your time, Peter. I really enjoyed talking you. to you. Super. Thank you. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Peter. For more info on Planner, please visit www.planner.com. Next week, I'll be talking with Christina Hall, Head of Marketing at Leadfeeder. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, please visit www.47insights.com slash podcast. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, get in touch via that page. Until next time.